All we do is win. W-I-N. We the champions. The mothers just pretend. All we do is win. W-I-N. Oh! Oh no! Oh no! You hear that alarm? Forest fire. Oh no. Forest fire. We forgot to clear the brush. We didn't pick up our disposable trash. Fire. Oh my god. He did it again, folks. He did it again. The Justin. Forest burning down. Forest. This is like Forest Fire 4, four, four I think. Well, check the tape. Justin Forrest. Fader. Two-point shot. Sucking the blood in the air. And the spike proteins right out of Georgia State's basketball arena. Back in Atlanta. <laughs> Gone. Dub. Now, that dude did almost hit a full-court shot. He did. It was, I mean, it hit off the back of the rim. I mean, it was... <laughs> But I was I was saying like full court shots are so hard because like that was lined up perfect, but because you have to throw with so much force across the court, if it hits anything or other than like going straight in, it's bouncing out no matter what. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing. Whenever I was at the SRC, I only practiced full court shots, so my full court percentage is like eight percent. No, you would do That's that. That's like two hundred. You would like do turnaround, step back, elbow jumpers. Hell yeah, I would. Like you would do like a little. <laughs> like you wouldn't get any separation at all. You would spin in place, then jump in. Hell shoot. yeah! Hey, guess where Justin learned it from? Me. No, no, your shot looked nothing <laughs> like Justin's shot. No, I'm not saying we had the same shot. Oh, I'm saying I was the prototype. No, and you he weren't. He improved upon it. No. We peer reviewed our essays. No, 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 no. He watched Kobe growing up, <laughs> and that straight up, I would like to. I'm, I might try to put this together. That was Kobe Bryant's like signature, like turn, step back, fade away. You get the little leg kick out. I mean, that was Kobe Bryant's shot. You need to try to find footage of that so we can put it on the Twitter account. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll blow up. Do like, numbers. Like overlap them on top of each other. That'd be pretty sick. Overlap or do one of those where like it play, like it's like half whoa, and whoa, half. Whoa, 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 chill. Ladies and gentlemen, that was not an earthquake. That was Parker hitting uh, the mic. Like half and half, like like one's pause and like plays Kobe and then pauses. Right. And then play, yeah, something like that. Nah, it's going to be a lot of editing. I, I don't have my editing software anymore. I don't pay for the license. I'll probably just do it on TikTok or something. I'll just use Snapchat or something. Yeah, I exactly. Know. I mean, everybody's a video editor these days. That's right. Everybody's a podcaster. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Will Strickland, App State Cone Boy. I'm Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. You are in the Gold Room. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Use Gold Room 15. Oh, we're getting right away. Use Gold Room 15. Mm -hmm. HouseUnitedSports.com and Use Gold Room 15. I was like, oh my God, you've been practicing. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I wake up every day, I get in the shower, and instead of like people singing in the shower or whatever, right. I go, whoa. So you're talking, as soon as you wake up, your House United Sports is on your mind. It's in my dreams, dude. I don't. You dream of Gold Room 15? <laughs> I dream of the promised land. No. Gold Room 15. I do. Tell us about it. I think about all the different ways that I could be getting App State premium apparel mm, premium 15 percent off no while also supporting the yosef club yes that's right at houseunitedsports.com you can pick up quality wow beautiful app statement wow. including merch for individual athletes that's right you can get your meech hoodies meech your uh chandler staten shirt chandler state uh your people's people's 
Oh, your people's power people's. polo. It's not a polo, but you can pick up some people's merch too. Hennigan's on there. Oh, get Hennigan. Even Hennigan. Though, former player Hennigan, Thomas Hennigan. Oh, no, the kicker, uh, Shan- Shannerville. Shannerville. Trey Shannerville is on there. Trey as well. Shannerville. That's like five. There's a lot of different players on there. It's actually really cool um, what House United is doing, partnering with these student athletes, um, especially, you know, the, like Meech has his own brand mm-hmm. for those hoodies. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's very clean stuff. And with every purchase, 20% of it goes back to the Yosef Club. That's right. To continue to support student athletes a little bit more. That's right. So if you want to support us, support the show, support App State, and support your wallet. Support your, you know, your Instagram profile. You know, look look, look, look good in your App State. You don't turn into a little influencer once exactly. you pull out the House United. If you want to be an App State influencer, Ooh. head on down to HouseUnitedSports.com and use Golden Room Fifteen. See, you got to be in the shower. You got to, you got to be. Ladies and gentlemen, App State basketball is on a three-game win streak. And this is not a three-game win streak against Tacoa Falls three times. Uh-uh. <laughs> Can you imagine? This, this is a... Can you imagine playing them three times in a row? What <laughs> a waste three, of time. On three straight days. <laughs> like, imagine, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all Tacoa what Falls. What a waste of time that would be. Yeah. This is a three-game win streak against tournament teams. Against... Literally, we beat them in the tournament. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, we played them... Uh, two times in, in three days at home and in away, which is weird, but we did it and we won. Uh, Georgia State tonight, we won. We let them come back, didn't have to, but we beat them. Those are two teams of four that have us on their hit list from the tournament. Coastal's out of the way, where I beat them twice. Georgia State, we got to play again. But damn, going on the road, mm-hmm. beating a good Coastal that, team. And that's a, a, getting I think, those road wins yes, early on I think is going to help us so much later on. 100%. Especially with how how beautiful this team has looked at home recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone, I want you to get excited about this. I think it's towards the end of February. We have a four-game homestand. So we that's going to be exciting. We end the season with two away games. But before that, we have four games. And that's the... State and Southern come back, and I forget who else comes, but that is beautiful. If we have, if we're a home, the la- last half of the schedule is home heavy. Mm-hmm. Get these road wins now, because I think we're seven and two at home, and yeah. now we're like three and seven on the road. So that's huge. Well, and I think that's such a great improvement from this this current team. Yes, is we started out in the season not being able to play on the road well. Yeah, and now we've we've grinded out some road wins. Now mm-hmm. they haven't always been pretty. But we're getting wins. A dub's a dub. Exactly. So it's in the column. Let's talk about tonight's game first because it's fresh on our mind. Yeah. And it's what the, it's what the people want. So uh, this is a thought that I just had. Go ahead. That's what we're here for. Think back to last year's tournament game. Again, the, the Sun Belt Championship game against Georgia State. I'm thinking. We get out to this. Tonight's game was the game we thought we were going to get then. Mm-hmm. Where we showed up. We had a big lead early. With some big performances, and the whole time we're sitting there waiting, Georgia State's going to come back. Georgia State's going right. to come back. Georgia State's going to come back. Tonight was the game we thought we were going to get. We got a big lead early, and Georgia State they came back. They are who we thought they were. They claw- and Props to them. They clawed back. They've had a really tough start yes. to the conference. The they- record does not at all. No. Georgia State will be a tough team if we play them in the tournament. Yep. The, that, that's a tough out for sure. And I, you know that's why it's so big picking up that road win against them now. Yep. They're now at 0-3 in conference, which is probably the biggest shocker. That's more right. shocking than Troy being on top of the conference yes. is Georgia State being 0-3. <laughs> and when we, for those that don't know, Georgia State of any team in the conference and, and probably many teams in the country 
they have had the most COVID games canceled, the most players sitting out in protocol. Yep. They have been just slapped silly. The, by, their by players COVID. have been going to the club. I mean, or something. Uh, they be maybe they be licking doorknobs and and, and kissing the, the lunch ladies. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they're just kissing. Every, they kiss all the men and all the ladies. Everyone. They kiss wh- everyone. Wh- what's the What's <laughs> the club where where Lou Williams got caught going for wings? Oh. Oh, I forget what it's called. Is it Magic City? No, I don't think so. That, my favorite part about that, Jack Harlow's caption, in a place you'll never guess. And then everyone's like, oh, you're here. here in Atlanta. <laughs> That's where Georgia State must be having this post-game They're meals. clubbing. They're clubbing. That's where they're, they're getting the lemon pepper wings post-game. They're going to varsity every night, <laughs> and then they're going clubbing <laughs> every night. <laughs> but if you guys were watching the game, uh, you may have missed it because it was the smallest font ever used on an ESPN graphic. But uh, tonight was the third time all year that they had all three of their players that got preseason Sunbelt honors mm-hmm. starting. Mm-hmm. So only imagine this. Imagine if there had only been three games this year where Delph was available, Delph could start, where Justin could start, Mike could start, uh, Donovan, JLJ, these key pieces of our team. Yeah. Imagine if, we were missing if they were – Three of them. Right. For only th- for only three games, you have had all these pieces and together. I was about to say, you probably assume, like, the first game you had them all together. Then after that, it was probably all downhill for them. Right. So that's, yeah. so that's why we're, we're not saying this, like, oh, respect your opponent. Nah. Fuck your opponent, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, literally, do not sleep on Georgia State. No. They are uh-huh. they are having a difficult time This is a with huge COVID. road win. And... I mean, I guess on the bright side, if you're a Georgia State fan and you're and you're trying to ingest a lot of copium and you're you're trying to cope with what's you know, going ben on, Ben Moore is listening to our podcast. R- exactly, hey, Benny. Listen, at this point, you're going to run out of players that haven't had it yet. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Eventually, herd immunity will take over. Right. It, it's got to take over. At this I mean, point. Unless you know, we might be hitting new variants and then they're oh, going to be over. We may be getting a new patch here pretty soon. <laughs> new DLC. COVID update. <laughs> <laughs> it's installing. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, Justin Forrest had the game winner. Uh, a crazy, crazy turn on that pivot foot, the fader. Not but only did he have the game winner. Right. He took over the last, like, three mm-hmm. minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. He had clutch free throws to give us put, put us up one. The steal before that. We were down yes. one point with 27 seconds left, and they're getting the ball. And you think the game's over. They'll run the clock out. Mm-hmm. We're forced to start mm-hmm. playing the foul game. Justin steals the ball, runs up the court, and gets fouled. Now, I do need to see a replay of that. I think that was like the sloppiest inbound pass ever. It was. Oh, it was lazy. It was like one on one, and Justin just stuck his arm out and got it. I mean, the, but it, it was just very those lazy are the on plays. State. Like Justin is so underrated about, and the stat sheet doesn't tell the full story. He gets his hand in passing lanes all the time. It's just it's the hustle points. Yes. Well, and I think it's the experience of playing now five years at guard. Yep. He understands the motions he understands these teams he understands the passing lanes he doesn't even need to look at the ball <laughs> no <Nope>. he knows <laughs> where it's gonna be he puts his arm out and it's there mm-hmm. he i think justin is of everyone on our roster i think we have seen him dive for balls mm-hmm. and put his body on the line more than than anyone else he has that hustle that intensity that that Dennis Rodman dive into yes. the courtside seat type energy. You can tell that every night he cares about uh-huh. getting the win. And I think, let's go back to, okay, this is a great segue. Let's go back to that first Coastal game, right? Okay. Uh, at home 
in front of while, while we're talking about the game, mm-hmm. we we have to start by saying how beautiful that student section was. Shout out to the students. That Big was Big ups. unreal to see. Yeah, uh, especially now we had a crowd like that for East Tennessee and for Charlotte. And that made sense because I was fresh early, off, yeah. early in season, fresh off the, the tourney title or attorney bid, uh, you know, tourney title come up next. Um, <laughs> so I honestly didn't expect to have a crowd like that uh, ever. Again. Especially coming after the Troy, like that game came after the Troy loss. Right. So to have that crowd when the record does not look mm. that good to just the everyday casual student. Were we sub 500 then? Or we yes. at, yeah, we were sub yes. 500 for that game. And to have a crowd like that that went all the way up, obviously it wasn't every seat filled, but you know, it, it doesn't. It was better than any crowd we had had for a conference game. That's a good point. That may be the best conference crowd we've Maybe. ever. I would say, I, would, I don't know. I would venture to say probably in the Sunbelt era. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to the crowd. And Kern said, I mean, right after the game, Kern's literally grabbed the mic, uh, the, you know, the mic that goes, Dick Burger 3. He grabbed the mic on the PA and he thanked the crowd. He said, we need this every night. We need this energy. Yeah. And he said after the game and all the players said that we got turnovers. We got stops Mm -hmm. because of this crowd. So we were just talking about Justin Ford's hustle and the way he has those non-tangibles. Well, he came through with a hell of a tangible blocking that three-point shot. Let's talk about, first of all, how often do you actually see a three-point shot get blocked? It's like, very rare, like especially a guard blocking a three point right. shot. Like it's not right. like you had a, a a guard matched up against Shaq blocking a yeah. three pointer. No, every everyone jumps and tries to tip it, and it doesn't happen. It's you're not a so block from that, behind. You're trying to distract the shooter. You're not mm-hmm. actually expecting to tip it. That last play, folks. Think back if you were watching it. I'll try to paint a picture. Coastal had yeah. Focus <laughs> up, focus up. If you're driving, close your eyes and listen. Coastal had two dudes. Coastal had two dudes popping off. They had, I think it was number twenty-four Clark, and I forget their. I think forty-four uh, Mustafa. Mustafa, yeah. Mustafa, excuse me. They're big man who has always been good. He, as long as he's been at Coastal, he, he's like Justin Forrest, and maybe has played in the Sun Belt. For, he's a he's seems, a minute. It seems like he's been there forever. They had taken over, right? Those were their dudes. So we come out of this timeout, and clearly Kern said, "Cover these two gentlemen." <laughs> Because Clark brings the ball up, and all five of our defenders are on one side of the court. Yeah. If you go back and look, it's on one side. We're like triple teaming big Mm -hmm. man under the hoop, and we got two up top on Clark. Yep. We totally let this dude leak out. I think it was number 14. Leak out to to the left wing. Justin is is at the free throw line when the dude starts to move his body to pass. And in two seconds. Legitimately two seconds. Two seconds. He goes from the free throw line. To almost the corner of the the court, yeah, jumps and tips the shot. That is insane. That's a like freak play. The screenshot of like where the ball was passed from and where Justin was to Justin blocking the shot. It's a freak play. It's almost like he outrun the pass. Like like <laughs> yeah, he saw the pass coming and he he beat that ball. Which is yeah. honestly like that's a great design from Kearns. Is you force them to everybody moves to one side of the court so you force the long pass so it takes more time mm-hmm. and it gives time for a player to get over there and if if that's how high justin can jump with a running start can you imagine just his straight vertical oh it's got to be insane compared Dude, to his, his height he that picture of him i forget i don't know the photographer's name i apologize he got a a perfect photo yeah 
of Justin's hand on the ball. This man's feet are like ab- above the shooter's knees. Like, yes. I- it's insane how high he jumped. I- I'm honestly like, we might need to like frame that and mail that to Justin, like as a gift from the gold. Room. That, that, <laughs> picture, <laughs> that'd be sick. That picture is one of it. Like it's, I think it's the best looking at state photo, fo- like basketball yep. photo I've ever seen. I the just, the fact that the, the, like, the camera person at that angle mm-hmm. caught the exact moment. Perfect. And, the, oh. and that, in terms of just App State iconic photos you think of, you think of Coach Moore on the shoulders at, at Michigan. Yep. I think of Hennigan's one-handed catch against Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. And now I think of Justin blocking that three-point shot. Yeah, that shot. Like, it's up there for me. It's just like photographs not like yep. stills from video or anything just pure like app state photographs yeah yeah i think it's in it's in the pantheon and i had been talking about this before that game coastal versus app state football is a rivalry in this sense of we were really good and then they beat us and we got annoyed and then we beat them back so now we're still big brother and yeah you like know, i think it, regional i think you know. it needs like one more year like the last two for it to be like a cemented right. rival but when we talk about App Coastal basketball, that's been brewing for years. It may the record is one-sided, but these are the chippiest, most high-energy games you will watch App State basketball play. Mm-hmm. I remember what was it, the season finale in eighteen, where like it really got chippy Ooh. between fans going at the coastal players, yes. the coastal players coming back, yes. like. Yes, I remember they're in their they're all teals. I yes, remember it was the teal out. So those are the games that I look forward to playing because yeah. those games are always high energy. Shout out Ostrich Farmer, well, and legendary both, coach both over there. Both teams over this run have really stayed with the mainly the same rosters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Coastal lost their leading scorer last year, transferred to Michigan. Big upgrade. I mean, I, 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 can't, <laughs> I can't blame him. Like he, no. he's the sixth man, or he's cracking the starting rotation at Michigan. Yeah. Like can't blame him. Go for but it. by and large, like it's the same roster. You know all the names. You know you're gonna stop. Hippo. Him. You're gonna see Hippo. Hippo. Like, <laughs> and they know they're gonna see Justin Forrest, Don mm-hmm. Gregory, and Adrian Delph. Yeah. So the the App Coastal basketball rivalry is it's a whole another beast. I it love it those almost games. makes me sad that like we played it in one weekend this year. I know. Like it was kind of cool that you got the like back to back. So it was like, you know, right. how do these teams adjust in 24 hours to play each other again? But we don't have that. Like, I feel like that should be like the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think for me and you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to kill me over this, so be it. I've lived a good life. I know what you're about to say. And I'm going to agree with you. Coastal is more of a rival than Southern when it comes in to basketball. basketball. Yes. When it comes to basketball. At least in the last five years that we've been attending right. every conference game, there's not really like any sort of real chippiness between Southern and No, when you us. play Southern, it's it's just a, a school-wide rivalry. There's still beef. There's still tempers or whatever. But when you play App and Coastal, that my favorite rivalries are the ones that come from just pure – competitiveness yes just pure competition you can tell the players think of it as a rivalry yep. it gets chippy like you look at classic footage of a carolina duke game where not only is the crowd involved in thinking it's a rivalry but the players themselves yep. are are you're gonna see some bumps mm-hmm. you're gonna see some stares yep. there's gonna be some talking twos you don't really get that with the southern game no the southern game like it's it just seems like a conference game where the fans are a little more jazzed right so we we play we win that game which is great and i'm so i I can't put into words to have a game that fun we that the game against charlotte was similar yeah except we lost 
was like a one point loss, two point loss, but it was super high energy, yeah. right? This was the same type of high energy game, and we won. Mm-hmm. That brings in students that, back in that dramatic fashion too. That brings like, students back because now they have that memory, that connecting mm-hmm. dramatic climax moment. Yeah, kind of like we had with Forest Fire. Yeah, it was like this is not only fun, but we win. Yes, you and win, th- and you have that moment that like. I'm always going to talk about mm-hmm. this 2022 Coastal game. Yeah, for sure. So then after that, we go, uh, uh, two days later, we go to Coastal. Who has a, uh, uh, how we say, uh, garbage facility. Um, it's a high school gym. And I don't know if this was the broadcast or the actual buzzer in the arena. It was the worst sound. Yeah. It, it was up there with like the Georgia State football train horn. It was It was horrific. like an electronic... It was like twice as long. Every buzzer went off for so all, long. It sounded like the one they used at the Olympics. That was so annoying. Uh, yes. It's yes. straight up. I'm pretty sure like that's yeah. the same thing. Like, yeah. Where it's like they Googled basketball alarm and have like a sound <laughs> button for it. So we go to Coastal, and wouldn't you know it, again, very similar to the conference tournament, we go to overtime. Um, and you got to give a big shout out to uh, number 24 Clark on Coastal for bricking two free throws that's that would have won the game he had he got fouled on a three-pointer which is stupid on our part he made the first one i think kerns iced no he missed the second and then kerns called a timeout yes and then he misses the third and he missed the third and we go to overtime and he was like a career 78 mm-hmm. percent shooter we go to overtime and this was a fun overtime because immediately we took over yeah it was not like you know, especially we, defensively, like to the buzzer of overtime. Literally, with like after the first possession, I think we traded shots twice, and then it was over. Yeah, it, it started running away. It turned into a five, six, seven, eight point. You know, it, that was fun. And that's like you know, I think that's the team too, just building off the like. We should have won in regulation. Yeah, we we feel like <laughs> that three point foul call was stupid. Yeah, and you didn't capitalize on it then, so now we're just you're gonna lose now. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seemed like going in overtime, the energy was just straight up, like, Coastal was tired. Coastal was, like, tired of playing. And App just said, okay, we're going to, we're... You love to see it. You love to see it. So that... Big chicken. So that energy, right, goes into tonight against Georgia State with spectacular fashion, winning yeah. the way we did. Well, and, and you start out with, you know, the way you always want to start out, where you got Adrian Delph going... Delfino! Delfino going crazy! So who called him a Tom? Was it Thomas Ryan called him Delph Delph Delphiel? De- like De- Raphael? Yeah, yeah. Delphiel. <laughs> I like that one. I also like um, when Gonzo App after the games. He's between that clip of a uh, Jenny running through the Washington Monument, going Adrian. No, no, no. Not, that's that's Rocky, oh. dummy. Oh, can you imagine that crossover? Yes. If Forrest Gump fought Rocky, would they fight? Like. Yes. What would they do? Like, why would they? Forrest would have found his way into like subbing in for the the title matches. I don't know how to hit <laughs> someone. Oh, Jenny running through the Washington Monument, going, Forrest, Forrest. <laughs> so shout out Delfino. This man. I mean, you said he's averaging twenty points. Yeah, in conference. Con- point? Conference. He is averaging as of right now. I I don't know if the numbers are fully up to date tonight, but he's averaging nineteen point eight points. Like. Points per game in conference play. That's like first team Sunbelt stuff. I mean, that's like Sunbelt MVP numbers. That's, yeah. like, that's ridiculous numbers. In college? In college. Like this, like you have eight less minutes in the NBA. Like it's just a completely different game. Right. More defensively oriented. And you're 
averaging 19.8 points a game. Mm-hmm. Donovan's averaging 11, too, which is Donovan's really, having his best season ever. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's where, like, Donovan, his role changes so much. Like, if, if they need him to, like, step up and score some points, he, he can. Mm-hmm. He can turn it on and start scoring. If they need him to be super gritty, grab rebounds, play good defense, block some shots, he can do that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've said it before, and I think like his his comparison to a pro player, he plays the Draymond Green role for us. Whoa. That's big talk. I mean, that's that you know <laughs> what coach needs him to do. He mm-hmm. does. He might not be like the the biggest like athlete, freak yeah. of nature, you know, but he's a damn good basketball player. And, you know, perhaps we're just giddy, but let's just give some props to everyone. Unsung hero is just old reliable JLJ. I mean, yeah. the man, you know, he, he, he being bricked some free throws. But when you're talking about rebounding, being yep. just a force under the hoop, putting putbacks, layups. Going into the trenches. JLJ is, is old reliable. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's been here for years, and he plays his role. Especially against teams that, you know, are a little bit bigger than us down low. He does He'll go excellent. in with yes. two or three guys down there. And, and Yes. We were just talking about Costa with, um, um I, I I apologize. I can't say his name. Mustafa, I think. Mustafa. He, there were times where they were trying to get it in the, the lane for him, and JLJ was stopping it. JLJ, yeah. undersized by several inches and probably several pounds, was keeping the ball from mm-hmm. getting to the big man. Mm-hmm. That's what kept us in that game. And it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but like... No, th- exactly. That's why this team's winning games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got JLJ playing his role... Donovan is just like he's like a chameleon. He 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 yes. does whatever he needs to do. He blends in and he plays a role however it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I know some people are hitting on Mike. He's in a shooting slump, but the man is one of the top assist men yeah. in the league. He's averaging five and a half assists per game in the Sun Belt. Right and now. when you've got Delfino averaging twenty points, those two aren't by coincidence. Mm-mm. You know, Mike is clearly finding people to find shots, and it's we've won three in a row now. Oh, and and you've got Justin Forrest, who has also been in a shooting slump, mm-hmm. but has weirdly, weirdly <laughs> turned into not only our best defending guard. Yeah, he he will follow the ball. They you put Justin on the ball handler, you're gonna be fine, mm-hmm. especially in clutch situations. He has turned into the most clutch player a App State I've ever seen. Not even close. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's turned into one of the more clutch college basketball players I've seen in a while, especially right. in this last stretch. I mean, you got the blocked shot. You got his stellar defense to close the game out at Coastal. Stealing it. The the ice cold hitting free throws. Yes, that's a super senior. That's what you do. And then you know you've got tonight where four minutes ago, Kearns does not care that Justin <laughs> has been in statistically a scoring slump yeah he said four minutes to go you are the super senior you're the smartest player i have on the court right now yeah you're in charge and he steals the ball he hits two free throws and he hits a game winner mm-hmm. if there was ever a, a situation where justin's been oh for 20 i'm keeping him on the court in the last two minutes. yes even I, if even if i tell him do not shoot the ball if you take him out you're giving the opponent such a relief mm-hmm. of oh my god thank you he's not and, on the court and if you're if you're an opponent now in the sun belt 
You've seen him do everything he's done. There's five seconds left in the game. (laughs) You know who's getting the ball. Yeah. But that's the thing is these teams know better. Mm -hmm. And they still can't do anything. What did Cam say? If you don't like me dancing, don't let me in the end zone. And that's like tonight, like, it was so great. Like, you think, like, they hit that shot to go up one. Mm -hmm. Ball gets inbounded with about 13, 14 seconds left. Take it up the court. And you think, like, Kearns will call a timeout here. Uh Uh-uh. The ball's already in Justin's hand. He had it from the inbound, I think. Yes, he brought the ball up the court and, you know what, created his own shot. <laughs> Did not pass. He Probably took, didn't look the He pass. took a screen, went into the lane, was heavily <laughs> guarded, and as a, a smart veteran, he knew with like three, four seconds left, if you don't pass to a wide-open shot there, you're, right, you're out of time. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, I think I got this. <laughs> I think this is my spot. I've practiced this little Kobe uh-huh. fadeaway in my bedroom since I was five years old. <laughs> Let's see what we got tonight. If you look back at the replay, he holds it. Yeah, he, hold, he shoots it he and he keeps his hand through. up. Keeps he it up. Backs, he knew that was going in. Yeah. He knew he got to the spot. I mean, that was just so cool to see from a player that we've watched a ton of basketball from. Yes. yes. We have watched a, a lot. lot of Justin Forrest basketball. We've watched probably as all of, 131 games of his. <laughs> well, as of tonight, he has now played more games than any other App State player ever. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I want him to get that all-time scoring record so bad. I, yes. I think he'll get it. I think he will, too. And, you know, even if, like, I, you know, we don't make the tournament this year or whatever. I, like, Justin has to be, like, a very serious candidate for, like, jersey retirement, honor, oh, yeah. banner, something. Like, oh, yeah. Justin has meant so much to the revitalization of this program. Mm-hmm. And for him to go through that transition from Coach Fox to Coach Kearns and clearly buy in 10,000%. Mm-hmm. And it, it's paying off. And his role changed so much in the transition. Yep. Like, he, like has scored a lot less in the Kearns era than he did in that Fox era. Yep. That Fox era, there was a period of time where he was averaging 18, 19, 20 points a game. <laughs> yeah. But now, he's playing better. Ba- like, he's not just a, a guy that scores anymore. Back then, he, was, he wasn't he was a good defender. Mm-mm. He wasn't clutch back then. You used to, like... I remember, like, when the original forest fire happened. Yes. I'll never let Will live it down. <laughs> I will never let him live it this down. This is true, folks. We're standing. We're at... It's... it's it's January. No one's there. Four forest fire to beat Southern. And Justin gets the ball. At the top <laughs> of the key. The top of the key off the inbound. And you can tell he's going to pull up. And Will, like, he ball, like, Justin's jumping. <laughs> he's midair. And Will goes, Justin, no! <laughs> Justin, no! Swish. <laughs> Bang! And then Justin turns around, damn near yelling at me. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Justin, what? Justin, who? I know you ain't talking to me. Yes, this was true. So yes. when we talk about... From then to now? Yes. When we say that Justin was not the clutch he used to be, there was a point where he took a game when he shot, and I begged for mercy. <laughs> but I that's beg- how much no. better this team is, is that Justin doesn't have to play hero ball anymore. Mm-mm. He used to have to shoot 30 times to get hot and then start scoring. Yeah. He doesn't have to do that anymore. He yep. can be a gritty defender and a clutch player now. And he doesn't have to be a 25-a-night guy for us to win. Right. And one more thing I'll say, and we'll wrap it up. Something else that another, you know, the, the tangibles that you can't see. He's He got benched. He was in the starting lineup. He w- sat out probably two games or so with, with COVID. COVID. And he's been benched. Now, we've heard, you know, it's not clear. Uh, the Coastal commentators were saying that talking to Coach Kearns, Justin is still working to get back to, like, 
game fitness. So perhaps Kobe kind of took out it. They, they said his, that against a night here at yep, Georgia State. Right. So so whether it's just that or if coach is just putting some pressure on him, like, look, you're supposed to be the dude and you're not putting up points. Uh, like, let's go. I don't know. The, the If there was pressure applied, the pressure has paid off. Yeah. No, I, I think if, if there was any mental games being played by Kearns, it was a successful gamble. That man hit on he's blocking shots yes. he's hitting like he's you cannot ask him to do more right now i mean he can score more points in the first half but everybody can score more points in the first <laughs> half except delph he's good yeah yeah, yeah. Del- <laughs> delph could score a couple more points in the second half but the last hey, five minutes we're a game. first half team bro we're a first half team you know if that's 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 our formula this year is <laughs> ball out in the first half delph dropped 40 then just kind of keep the game close, kind of go on <laughs> autopilot for a little bit the second half, and then Justin Forrest clutch time comes mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And you get a little bit of luck. Three-game win streak. The Coastal away game, we got a little bit of luck. Hey, don't worry about that. You missed two free throws in a row at home to win the game. That's terrible. That's as bad <laughs> as it gets. Uh, That is all for now. We've got uh, big uh, games uh, against Southern. Go big, ahead. Big game against Southern. Yes. As of tonight, depending on how things play out here in the Sun Belt Conference, we could be as high as two. And it's tricky because it's win percentage, folks. Remember that. So it's hard to just look at records and figure it out. If you go to the Sun Belt website, that is their official seeding. Okay. So, so you will see how the tournament looks according to them. We will end the night at three tonight below Texas State, but we've played more games in Texas State. It, it's going to be very confusing yes. coming down to conference yes. time. We're five and two. They're only three and one, so technically they're ahead of us by percentage. But again, if you don't reach that eighty percent threshold at the end, it it don't matter, right? And you and know what? All, all Texas State has to do is miss one more game. If the if the win percentage is confusing, you know what you do? You just win and move on. We'll see you next time.